0: This is Radiant Reflections, the podcast of the Radiant Life Church in Sturgis, Michigan. Our heart for you is that you will live like Jesus and share his love. Well, hey, everybody. Um, we have something really, really special here uh, for this episode 19 of Radiant Reflections. We do. Josh, it's not squared. So what, it'd be cubed. What? Cubed. Cubed. <laughs> cubed. <That's>, uh, yeah. <laughs> we've got josh harma josh brown and josh olaba 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 okay cool jd jd jb i think the d and the b will get mixed up too but it's cool okay, how know are you, you
1: how are you like your last name starts with a how are you middle name right jd
2: so my middle name is david so mm, my parents okay. my parents really gave me a I don't know a symbolic name something to live up to because you think you know Joshua we're all Joshua so we're all like you know a little bit of pressure there the (laughs) next hand man for Moses and then David the warrior king how can you yeah not you know feel that that's something to live up to right <laughs> so
1: no, that's awesome well hey just you probably have like out of the three of us you have the most you know moses like beard yes <laughs> so like so in that sense you're you're living up to you know the same a, a little hand, bit the beard is powerful <laughs> it
2: is and it's the one thing too it's kind of funny about it because it's a good uh conversation opener but it's something that i literally don't have to do anything it just grows
0: <laughs> so i
1: mean right but i mean you see people with a beard and it just grows and i mean and they look you know, they kind of look like a homeless person. Like they should Like yours, I mean, yours yeah. is like well-kept. Well, thank it you. Looks, it looks like it at least. Yes. Thank you. So, I mean, if it just accidentally grows and keeps like a really good shape to it, then that's just some good beard genetics or <laughs> right something. Yeah, like man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Episode but, 19, here episode we are. 19, yeah. But let's start where we always start. Yes, sir.
0: Okay. The Joshes are drinking coffee. Let's take a drink of this. Okay. Mm. So, listeners, viewers... This is a Guatemalan bean from Finco de Dios again. So we had the Finco but de you Dios said farm. It's a different roaster, right? Yes. So the first one we had was from Madcap, which is a wonderful roaster in Grand Rapids. This is from the Finco de Dios farm, Garden of the Gods, Guatemalan bean um, from Ruby Roasters, which is my favorite, one of my favorite roasters. So let's see. I'm going to pull up. Uh, I don't have the bag. So do anymore. you know?
1: Do, do, do and maybe there's not a way to go. do Madcap and Ruby? Do they get it from the same place in Guatemala? S- yes, is that the what same it is? farm. Okay, no. so that's so the name of the farm is the same. Is the yeah, or the or it could be a co-op as well.
0: There could be a cooperative of of several farms. It's so there's brokers who sell beans, um, and a lot of times you know you'll have buyers like Paul from Five Lakes who will buy from a particular broker. His broker is in L.A., and so he and I think he only has one. But hmm. yeah, beans, beans. Uh, so a lot of people don't know this, but uh, coffee is the second most traded commodity on the face of the earth <laughs> after oil. Oil is number one. So yes, Finco de Dios. This is from Guatemala. Um, what do we taste, guys?
2: Hmm.
0: What do we taste? And it is, we are using the third wave water again. I know. Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to use it from now on. Okay.
1: My chair's making noise, but here we go. Okay, I rolled it around my tongue. Even I want to. I want to know, Josh. Did <laughs> no, you get? I anything? feel like did you get? And what did you get? I.
2: To me, you're you're, you're to new me, to the game. All right, you're new to, to me, the it's, it's you... tartness. It's like cherries and it's tartness. I'm getting so. A...
1: Help me if he's right about this. <laughs> I'm yeah. gonna go home. Tart. Oh cherries. my goodness. <laughs> yes. Tart. <You're> like... <laughs> <laughs> Tart <That's hard>. cherry. <laughs> this dude. Yeah, I've been doing this for no, 19 man. episodes and I've never gotten it <laughs> right. Oh, oh yeah. my god! I don't even
2: know. Okay. That's like,
1: okay. I think this is a sign, bro. You're supposed to pitch that can of Maxwell House, and you just got to start go third wave. Start third third doing wave. third wave coffee wow it is real really good coffee
0: me. i'm impressed what good else do we grief. what else do we have
2: well, <laughs> okay. no wait a minute though i gotta i gotta preface that amazement with this and okay. i don't want to hurt your feelings because you really put a lot of effort into that cup of coffee right yes there's love you, in the cup there's love in the cup so this shows my inexperience with coffee okay but this actually to me has a little bit of the same flavor as, don't hurt me, McDonald's yeah. coffee. Sure. Hey, it's all about what makes you happy.
0: Right? Coffee's about being happy. <laughs> this really is delicious.
2: That. But I, when okay. I first, my first yeah. drink of this coffee, I was like, yeah. this is great coffee, but it reminds me sure. of McDonald's. And I haven't had McDonald's coffee for years.
0: Rick Saylor loves it every morning he'll, regardless, that, but i could understand how that would whether be like or not, this oh Downs coffee. he nailed the it
1: the fact <laughs> that you drank it you're like i'm getting tart cherry and that's one of the notes oh, that's man, I insane know. it is insane <laughs> I, I, t- I
2: told you holy spirit's doing
0: things this morning that's all i can say okay for real. what else do we taste anything else dude i i can't oh, follow that up okay i'm gonna trying. go ahead and just tell you guys we've got dark chocolate dark chocolate so a cacao kind of taste vanilla which i definitely taste the vanilla coming through uh tart cherry and then dates so the fruit hmm. freaking Tart Josh I really, kills it i've tried i've
2: tried I love cupping that. i've tried cupping it whatever yes. that means i've tried rolling yes. it on my tongue and all i'm coming up is the tart cherries but it's a very happy, it was on the label it's a very happy <laughs> cup of coffee I'll you saw you it See, first people
1: <laughs> yeah. he frank, had no frank, he had no the idea. magic
2: is real frank so, just he just, so you know hey, frank, he great. just
1: set the bar pretty high if we ever have you on here brother uh <laughs> first try and he nailed <clears throat> it maybe it's the beard maybe it's could like be. the power of the be. beard yeah, it well be. it's like um, I've,
2: i was telling you guys before i've really overthought this whole coffee thing too much and it's such a thing to me um because it's so new the coffee that i i say grew up with was so different because it was probably literally the worst coffee that any you know farm coffee guys are making coffee in between running cows in and out with the break room that's right next to the milking parlor so you can imagine the Extra taste flavors. notes the taste <laughs> notes that you might get right <laughs> but so this is so opposite to me but it's like why why think about it so much you know why dwell on that and to me it's like there's a lot of things in my life that I've kind of been standoffish about because they're different than what I'm used to. Sure. Like having a personal relationship with the Holy spirit mm. is different to see his excitement about making a cup of coffee, you know, that transmits to me and to all the other things that he's more experienced with his relationship with the Holy spirit. I'm just starting that kind of thing, you know? So to me, as much fun as it is to poke fun, at the coffee <laughs> because it is it is it's because crazy. It, it's a whole but yeah the whole thing is so intense you know <laughs> but to see you know yeah I've always read the King James Bible because that's what yeah I was supposed and not supposed to but that's what I grew up on you that know that was your experience and to yeah. use another version just like drinking a cup of coffee that somebody has put a lot of time into I can do other things mm-hmm. and get things out of it so yeah I don't know.
0: It's a really good cup of coffee, though, I'll tell tell you that.
1: that. I'm glad you're enjoying it. There we go. Very nice.
0: Well, episode 19, Josh, you brought the message yesterday, and I'll say it again, man. uh, I leaned over to Lisa a couple times, and I was like, Josh is a good Bible teacher. He's a good Bible teacher, man. thank you. I mean, I I was just really encouraged, and... uh, yeah, I took down quite a few notes, but I want to say you may you because you invited the other bearded Josh to join us. <laughs> maybe you have some other things to start the episode with that you want to talk about before we get into the uh, actual message. No, actually, okay. because
1: I, I think there was a comment, and you, I didn't, I didn't even prepare you for this. So we'll see yeah. how the, we'll see how this goes. But when we get to a certain point, if we follow kind of a any of the structure of the we will of the message yesterday, okay. uh, there's a part. Where again, I want to, I want to lean into something you had said to me, right? you know, weeks ago. Well, you tell me, we'll I mean, well, when we get there, when we get there, right, we'll right. see again. Cause okay. I, and yeah, we'll, we'll kind of, we'll kind of, uh, just, yeah. J- you jump in. Cause you were, you were there yesterday. Right? Yeah, I, actually, I was I'm, there yesterday. I'm, yeah. I'm far more curious to get you guys's insights. Mm-hmm. Cause I pretty much laid everything I had out on the stage, you mm-hmm. know, yesterday, um, so, and really the meat of it came from my wife, my wife, my wife brought the good stuff. I, I just, I just set it up. So, uh, but no, so let, let's jump in. Like what, what did yeah. you, what jumped out to you guys? Cause that's, uh, yeah, that's a, a good, in a sense, a barometer to me, like, Hey, did I actually communicate what I felt like I was supposed to communicate? So, yeah,
0: I, I don't know how bearded Josh. Can we say it that way. Yeah, He's we can do Peter that. Josh. Yeah. Okay. Because I mean, we have beards, but not really. But not not really. like 15 year old kids could be grow yeah, better than yeah. what I've got. Like, I went away with a bunch of prayer is and prayer isn't phrases. Like I I felt like I ca- I caught a bunch of glimpses of definitions of what prayer is and what it is not. Um. And that that was and I I did I took down quite a few just some of those things. The first thing that that you kind of brought to us, Josh, in the message was you said that prayer is a way to remind us. It's a way to to kind of jog our senses to remember who God is. For real. You know, as we begin to pray, we remember like, mm. oh, man, you're good. You love me. Like this nonsense that I'm even coming with to the table with, like, I want to talk to you about this and this. and," But just to begin to remember the love of God, first and foremost –
1: it, it does kind of shift things. Yeah. I mean, that's why I said, you know, there's, a, I think there's a lot of overlap between prayer and worship, mm. you know, and maybe it's, maybe it's splitting hairs, but I, I, I think there's a subtle difference. Um, again, at least if we look at worship as a response to, but yeah, I, I think it's hard to respond to something if we don't remember it. Mm-hmm. And that's where, again, prayer is that daily, ideally, ideally a daily, uh, you know, practice where we are, being reminded of mm-hmm. you know, all the ways that God has proven himself. yeah. Right? And again, that's where I I really appreciated, you know, kind of looking at just, you know, a very, a very uh, thin sliver of Jewish prayer. And again, and I'm not mm-hmm. saying we've got to go out and start praying these Jewish prayers. Like I'm not, I'm not advocating that, but I'm just saying when, like, when you look Lisa at it. Lisa and I were trying to not be triggered. No, and I honestly, I and I did, I did, I wanted we came to be from a Messianic church. <laughs> okay, I don't know if you knew that. No, yeah. and I did want to be sensitive I to that because, well, no, but you. but for real, because 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 you're not the only one in the congregation. Like because sure. there are others pocket. that come, and I'm not saying we need to start yeah. praying Jewish prayers. Right. No, no, no. Um, but it, it it struck me as as interesting that you know when you look at what they prayed compared to. Again, I can't I can't sit there and judge anybody else's prayers, mm-hmm. but I know for me, you you know, my prayers don't primarily focus on who God is. But right, right? right? it's it's uh, all right, Lord, here's the list of things that I really need for you to do for me because here you go. Yeah. You know. So it's just a different mindset. So I thought that was a uh a good good recognition. On my on my own part. Like, man, I've I've got a I've got to change the way I do this. So, mm.
2: I think for me, like with your teaching, when you when you first started um, going through like the messianic prayers or the Jewish prayers, the one thing that stuck out to me, and because I'm kind of in this building a relationship with God, with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit, which to me, uh, like having that relationship, is kind of new. So I'm working on that. But the one thing that stuck out is when with those prayers is the reminder that God, the father is a Holy God.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: That's what resonated with me, with your teaching is because I've gotten to a place where, you know, I'm talking to Jesus. I'm praying to the Holy spirit. Like they're right over here because I know now that they are, you know, the Holy spirit's right over there. Right. Yes. And that's been a realization to me, but I find myself in my prayer life becoming too lax, not giving God the father the proper respect that he deserves. Cause he's a holy God, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that for me, the idea of having that personal relationship, you put me in my proper perspective with that teaching, reeling me back in and saying, yes, you can have that relationship with God, the father for sure. But is same the same way as I wouldn't go up to my earthly father and say, "Hey, dude, how's it going?" I don't do that mm. either, because it's a respect thing, you know. Even though you have that relationship, that's what I got out of the the Jewish is like mm. God's holy, you know. And when you come to pray to God the Father, you better do it in a respectful way. That's what the teaching did for me.
0: Reverence, yeah, well, yeah for sure, points. yeah.
1: And that and that's kind of a it's it's a it's a tension point. You know, because it is, you. Know, there is that, that relational component, but, but Josh, I like that, you know, that connection. Cause it is like, I, I mean, I can go to my earthly dad and we can talk, I mean, I don't have to go to him and say, oh, sir, I beseech thee, you know, like, <laughs> right, I, mean, right. I, you know I mean, I can, I can have a conversation with him, but yeah. like you said, like, there are certain things I, I won't say Yeah. simply out of respect for the fact, like, right. man, this is, this is my dad, right. you know, this is my father. You know, and, and he's he's a, there's a certain level of respect or reverence afforded to him. I mean, you even look at scripture; it talks about honoring your mother and your father. Right. right. Like this is like this right. is a. Uh, and he was, he was there he yesterday. yesterday. And he was there yesterday. Yeah. I bet he service. was proud, yeah. Josh. So uh, yeah, he's uh, I don't know. I, I love my dad. He's a good guy. He is. Oh, that's cool. I like
0: talking about fruit trees with your dad. Yeah. <laughs> he's an orchardist.
1: Yeah, he likes to yeah. he likes to to dabble with uh, you, really? orch orchardry.
0: Oh. Is that what you call? It? But yeah, no, I hus- it's hu- I think it's husbandry. It's the same as same as like when you're with animals. animals. I think it's similar. Yeah, something. Huh. I love fruit. pruning pruning fruit trees, is a joy. Oh, it's really! Oh my gosh! I there's wish I hadn't so... have pruned all mine already. <laughs> there's so much you blessing. Pruned
1: yeah. them all down to the ground. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> no,
2: I pruned them Hit pretty, hard. pretty hard. But had I known that it was such a joy to you, I would have oh called you God. last year and had you <laughs> spread the joy. As I you feel say. like, uh, I feel
0: like there's just so much. There's so much that the Lord speaks when you're in, when you're doing that work. You know, all these mm. par- these parables. You know, unless the tree bears fruit. Right. You know, unless he unless he cuts unless he prunes and to look at that tree we're going sideways here sorry yeah. no it's all but right That's uh, all right you know the way you think and I look at the I look when well, I would look at my trees when I got them as nursery whips you know they're mm-hmm. just one little stem and now well they were this big uh, how I shaped them year one affected what they would do in year five yeah. How easy would it be for me to collect the fruit that I wanted as the owner of the trees deter- was determined by how I shaped that tree over time, and all of this the the Lord would just speak it was good. it was such a good time. My kids we had a, we had a farm for about six years, we had uh fifty fruit trees and we had grapes and we had berries. It was such a good experience, but, cool Anyway.
2: Anyway, well that's what I just checked my trees that I cut and I was yeah. like worried that I cut too much off. Yeah. So this beautiful weather we had, we were playing ball out, and I was like, I just want to walk in the orchard for a minute. And I walked yeah. and it was like, all these little buds, and yep. I'm like, Phew. Yeah, that's because uh... <laughs> I was afraid they were gonna die, honestly. <laughs>
0: I uh I it, I had a sort of an apprenticeship with an old Amishman. He's gone to be with the Lord now. His name is Mose Wingard. He hmm. was eight in his eighties, and I spent several weekends with him and he would he was teaching me how to prune trees. And Mose had uh, uh, a couple things he taught me. He said, prune till it hurts. Oh, yeah. Cut till it hurts. You know, you're going to cut that tree and you're going to think I killed it. There's no way I killed this tree, uh-huh. but you didn't, you didn't. Great. And then he would say, <laughs> this is the craziest thing. As you're walking around the tree and you're looking at the, the dispensing of the limbs and branches, he said, uh, a good fruit tree, it's more about airflow than anything. Right. And he said, you want to be able to throw a cat through the tree from any direction and it not hit a limb and if you could throw a cat through the tree without hitting a
1: limb I've not tested this. You've got. Uh, you, 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 yeah. I mean, how else do you test? You pruned it properly, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that's what mose would say. He was a good old man. He was sorry, to all you cat lovers out there. I've uh, got a cat. You know. I mean,
2: I can probably come up with a stuffed one out of the kids' room because yeah, I'm in the test because I think I need to cut more off my trees. Is what I'm hearing, so.
0: Josh. I think one of the first things that you said that really uh stood out, and it was such a tactful way that you did it you know, you, you, you were like, Hey, how many of you want to know the will of God? And like some clown people didn't raise their hands they should have, but everybody was like, yeah, man, I want to know the will of God. And then you took us to first Thessalonians Mm. where Paul tells us the will of God is for you to pray. And it made me think of um, Ronald Rollheiser as well as uh, Dallas, Dallas Willard. Uh, It made me think of um, uh, Bob Mulholland's books talking about prayer and and they all would say the same thing how do you pray correctly hmm. just show up just do it <laughs> right if you are praying you are doing it you're doing it right you're doing right. it right <laughs> if you are praying there's no wrong way to pray
1: well and that's that that's that conversational piece again i mean the the, the only tension point would be what we just alluded to kind of yeah. that, that idea of reverence but but yeah like this it's not like a there's not a formula, and that was actually one of my fears. You know, with with looking at the Lord's prayer as a model, mm-hmm. which technically it's not really the Lord's prayer; it's, it's it should probably be called the Disciples' prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, like sometimes we get we get stuck on models, and we think, like, "Oh, well, that's the way." Well, if I don't do this, 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 and this, mm-hmm. well, then I didn't really I didn't pray right. It's like, no, it's a, like you know, it's a conversation. Mm-hmm. Like those are elements that I think are important that at some point in time we hit on because um, that's what Jesus seemed to indicate. But that doesn't mean that every time you open your mouth to speak to the father, <laughs> mm-hmm. that you have to go through this, right. this rigid list of things and check them off, you know, because then, it, then uh, we've we've just made it a, then it's not a relationship anymore. Right. Then right? we made it legalistic, right? If, right. I, if I'm going to want to go have a conversation with my father, I don't, I don't, I don't say, Oh, well, I need to make sure that I, well, you know, you, you remember in school when you had to write a letter, like, I don't know, if you, did you ever have an English oh. class where you, you, they make you write like a, a a certain, you know, form of letter? It's like, sure. oh, well, you have to have like this in place and you have to have this type of greeting. Right. And you have to right. have this in your body yep. of the letter and this is the way, you right? Like, I don't approach conversations with my dad that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh, I didn't have the right salutation. Right. You know, I didn't have the right, you know, like I formatted the, the body of my conversation yeah. in improperly. In uh, yeah. I don't know, you just... You talk. I think, too,
2: and and, and you – you. Uh, I don't even know if you know this or not, but I came to um, the worship meet-and-greet type thing and came on mm-hmm. a Thursday night, which there's a whole story behind that. Vision but, meeting. Yeah. yeah, the vision Which meeting. we might get into here in a little bit if you uh, want to. That's well, we can get into whatever. But okay. I'll tell you, when you're specifically talking about prayer, so I had a lot of stuff going on, and I ended up – I don't know, maybe you don't even realize this. I came into the – I wanted to get to the discipleship portion, and I mm-hmm. came in, and I was just – a little bit late and I came in and what I caught you say was no matter what if you're praying you're doing it right mm. because my thing is I knew going into that discipleship time that it was going to be a different thing for me because mm. just things that I've been thinking about Holy Spirit's been saying you know do this do that whatever and I'm like I don't even know what to ask for right mm-hmm. but I come in and what I caught was number one if you're praying, you're doing it right. And that put my heart at ease because, you know, I didn't know what was going on. And the other thing was trimming wicks on the candle. So those are the two things that I got out of that conversation. Mm. Went out to the sanctuary and prayed. And my prayer was, I don't even know what to ask for. Holy Spirit, do what you're going to do. Mm. I'm here. Do what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. That prayer has changed everything for me. A lot. That That leading... To, to be told that, you know, as long as you're doing it, you're doing it okay. So I just went out and said, hey, Holy Spirit, just do what you're going to do, mm-hmm. you know? And there's just things that I can point at from that moment forward. He's doing things, mm-hmm. right? And there's no way, there's no way that it's, you know, and <clears throat> goes along with the teaching that uh, with worship that um, Pastor Brandon taught about worrying about what other people see Mm -hmm. what other people do and that is something that has really always affected me because i was always worried about you know i don't want to look like you whatever Mm. you know i don't know and i had a i would say an experience when i was like 18 at a camp that things happened that were said to be the holy spirit which i can tell you now with my maturity were not Mm. but that kept me from ever being like okay but now having you know been guided more by the scripture really is what it is. And, and all these teachings that we're having, it's amazing. Cause I've expressed this to you before, you know, I'm seeing things and hearing things and learning things in my quiet time. And then I come to church on Sunday and it's like confirmation of all the stuff that I work. And I don't even know, you know, it's all the things, but it's the disciplines that are making that happen, Mm. you know? Mm. So, but that was a huge thing when you said, just pray, you know. So I went out in the sanctuary and just prayed, and that's there's been nothing but miracles since then to me. Mm-hmm. So,
1: but I think that's a and that's a prayer that we we might consider like dangerous, and or, or we're maybe slow to say. Sure, right. I mean, and that gets into that idea of of like, you know, whose will and agenda are we are we praying towards and for, right? But just that prayer, and I had actually made a note of that. You and I were having a conversation. And you were and you were talking to me about that night. And you said, I just prayed, Lord, like do what you want to do. Or you know, right. whatever your your yeah. word was. Do what, you do. Yep. do what you want to do. What you want to do. And I was like, whoa. Like, that, <laughs> like that's like that's really good. Like that that's that struck me. Oh. Cause I because I was I was like, man, that's a that's a bold prayer. Well, I think for me, that's
2: where I had to be because I was so confused and I have been so confused about what the Holy Spirit's role is. I mean, and like I said, going through something where you kind of look at something and you're like, man, I don't even know if that's right. right or not. I don't know what to ask for. So, and I don't want to do something to have people look at me and say, like like Pastor Brandon says, he's such a doing this to get attention or whatever, because I really feel like having a general prayer like that for me Is really just turning it over to God so that I know when something happens, it's not because I Mm. want to do any Mm. of it. You know, I'm having conversations with people that it's not because I want to talk to them about Jesus. You know, I'm not going there to talk to this, I'm going there to buy a car, but I spend an hour and 14 minutes talking to some guy Mm. about Jesus. Not because I want to, (laughs) right? You know, but it's just, and you talk about, uh, like your wife talked about God or Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Just tapping you on the shoulder, 100%, you know, and I don't know how to describe that or what theological realm or whatever. And that's why I just pray, just do what you're going to do, because it takes me out of it. Sorry, mm-hmm. it takes me out of the
0: whole equation. That really, I mean, Josh, what you just said, uh, it really makes me think of these next two points that I wrote down. Prayer is discovery and prayer is dependence, So what you just described was a a place that you would put yourself to discover the will of God, which made you dependent on God Hmm. rather than coming, you know, with, with a list, with lists are fine. You know, like you said, Josh, there's no problem with coming to God, but you know, one of the practices, it sounds like, it sounds like you have come to Josh that you may not even be aware of. It's called listening prayer. Have you heard of this? No. So listening prayer is this practice. Josh and I are where we, it's part of my daily practice now. So it's, it's a practice where you literally, you try to get into a seat like this, not too comfortable, but you're, you're sitting square feet, square on the ground. Your hands are palms up like this and you come to the Lord and you say exactly what you said, Holy spirit, show me and speak to me about what to pray about. Right. Like. What do I even pray about? And then as you're quiet and still in silence and solitude before the Lord, those things begin to come. You begin to pray for things like I would have never even thought to pray right. about that. Um, and a lot of times I will do those in categories. So I'll pray that way for my family. I'll pray that way for the church staff, for the, mini- the worship ministry. And I'll pray that way for my business. And when I'm done in each of those categories, I say the same thing. So I actually have a repetitive thing that I say. Mm-hmm. I, I wrap that up and I say, Lord Jesus Christ, I lift up the Radiant Life staff into your holy presence where you are. May they experience the deep peace of Christ. And then I move on. Right. I move on. But the listening prayer of, of coming to God with that, that idea of discovering what the Holy Spirit wants to pray. Because mm-hmm. when we pray, the way the Holy Spirit wants us to pray, those prayers get answered.
1: Right. <laughs> right. Cause he, he, they're we're gonna answer his, Yeah. Yeah. He will he will only guide you to pray what's according right. to the will of mm-hmm. God. Right. Yeah, he's gonna do, he's, gonna, he's do. gonna do what he's gonna do. He's gonna do what he's gonna do. Right. And mm-hmm. and when we get in line with that, that's where mm-hmm. you see you see really cool, uh you see really cool fruit mm-hmm. happen. Right. So Josh, if you don't mind, like so you talked about being at this place right in, in you know, GB for the worship team the Disciple Time, right? You call it the altar. which is really cool. [SSSSS1] We invite [SSS1] you by [SS1] the way, practice, anybody listening or watching. Yes. The worship
0: team happens to be there at that time, but anyone is welcome to come and join us. Okay. It's from six 30 to 7 PM on Thursdays. This Thursday, we happen to have a speaker coming. Um, And the following Thursday, I'm not sure we, we kind of rotate, but it's a 30 minute time, but the altar experience itself is, is is a time of silence and solitude and encounter in the worship center. No phones allowed where we have just a little bit of uh kind of ambient music playing. And we begin to ask the Lord. Some people will go physically to the altar. Maybe they'll, they'll light a candle. Maybe they'll pray in their seats. Maybe they'll feel like they need to go and lay hands on someone to pray for them. It's just a very open time. You're invited. Sorry. Go ahead.
1: There you go. Yeah. So, so double, double click on that as JB would say, which I, yeah. I started borrowing that term from you. That's a good one. Uh, so you start that time, at in this altar space, just saying, Holy Spirit, do what you want to do.
2: Oh yeah. So what, you want
1: you want the whole story then? If you're if you're, hey, I'm
2: down with giving you the whole story. Uh, you say
1: I don't want to again. I didn't I didn't prep you, well nope. for this at all. But uh, I think
2: the, the prep for this the prep for this was what time do I need to be there and do I need to bring my own coffee cup? Okay, that's there you that's what the prep was. But um no, and it's like preface it with I had a conversation with my wife a couple months. It's been quite a while ago in our, in our bathroom. And I, and I had to tell her, I said, things are happening to me. I feel like that the Holy Spirit's talking to me about things. And so when something comes out of my mouth, you just need to understand that it's to bless you. And I don't even know where this stuff is coming from, Mm -hmm. but I've been doing um, devotions and I've been doing time. I've been doing time where I wake up at three o'clock in the morning, like uh, last night and I end up reading Mm -hmm. okay but i told her you know sometimes this stuff might seem crazy because it seems crazy to me as well but back to reading things into this thing so we came in you said pray wherever you're comfortable and for those that are thinking about maybe coming i'll tell you if you're ever like me afraid of the expectation of what's going to happen don't be because like um, Pastor Brandon said, you know, everybody worships differently. Mm-hmm. Everybody prays differently. your comfort zone's different. Mm-hmm. And that's really what I was worried about, honestly, is coming into the sanctuary and being like, I don't know what people are gonna do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And and he said, Just be comfortable. So I went in, second row. That's where I was comfortable. Mm-hmm. I put my arms over the chair in front of me and just started to pray, God, Holy Spirit, because this this to me was all about talking with the Holy Spirit, really. Mm-hmm. And I was like, just do what you're going to do. I don't know what that's going to be. You said it was going to be a half an hour. Mm-hmm. The time went like that.
0: It, do- it does. <laughs> Every week, it's like a blink. <laughs> See,
2: that's new to me, right? I didn't I, I didn't yeah. expect that. I'm thinking, I'm going to have all this time to just sit here and chill out and pray, <laughs> right, and relax. And I'm like sitting there and praying, praying the prayer. I don't know what. Just do what you're going to do. And there was a cool mountain scene up in the back, and I was just, because I like nature, and I'm looking, and I'm imagining God made all that. Mm. You know, and I'm just praying, just do what you're going to do. And that was over. A worship song came on. That was a really nice worship song. And I'm still praying. The worship song went off. Another, just like that, it was over with. Then I started to hear voices. And this whole time, you know, other than looking at the screen, I've been intentionally not looking to see what other people are doing Mm -hmm. because i know in the past that's a distraction for me you know what am i supposed to be doing i'm not supposed to be doing what anybody else is supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. right so that gets done i hear voices and i look up and the worship team is getting ready to do their stuff and i'm like okay well that's over no no huge thunder nothing happened right Mm -hmm. so i was like that's cool i guess so i just sit in there and And there was like four other people in the sanctuary. And I really didn't know if I should go stay. The guys are playing with their ears. They're trying to get it right. I don't want to be a distraction to them because I know, you know, it's a pain sometimes to get your stuff to work right. And uh, the gentleman came up and talked to me. And he goes to second service. I think it said his name was Brandon. Honestly, I was still kind of praying at the time. I was still in that moment. And he came up and he says, hey, what are you doing? And I said, I was just here checking the worship team out and stuff and uh, um, wanted to check out this prayer time. I said, I'd like to do the worship team, but I've screwed my hand up, so I don't even know if I can or not, but I wanted to check things out. you know. And he's like, oh, that's cool. And he goes, do you mind if I pray for your hand quick? I don't care, man. You want to pray? Go ahead. So I put my hand down. He put his hand down. I don't remember what he said, but he's just like, you know, I praying for my hand it was over in 10 seconds hey hey man i gotta go see you later and he walked out same thing nothing happened like oh that's cool so i'm sitting around here i'm like well i know it's got to be getting late i don't have my phone which that is awesome by the way (laughs) not allowing phones in they're evil some days (laughs) i mean that is a great thing but um i didn't know what time it was so i started you know my wife's gonna be wondering what when's this guy gonna come home because i had been working at the farm all day Which is part of that. I had really worked hard to get there Mm -hmm. because I knew I needed to get there, right? Mm -hmm. So I went home and that night went, the next day I went to the farm and I worked harder on that Friday than I had the day before. And there's a gal that was helping and my dad was helping and, and I was like, you know, she's like telling me you shouldn't be doing this, what you're doing. You need to take it easy you know? And I'm like, yeah, I, but I'm going to do, I feel good. And so I went through and I got like halfway done and I was like, you know, I feel really good. And my hand still hurts, right? There's, there's things that I can't do, but I worked really hard that day and I got home that night and I was doing dishes or something. And I walked around the Island this has been the worst pain
0: I've ever had in my life. Pause for a moment if you would, Josh, because, you know, these two Joshes, we know what. Oh, OK. Tell us, tell, tell the listeners and the viewers what happened to your hand briefly huh. and then come back.
2: Well, briefly, what I did is I made a mistake really is what I did. I was okay. working at the farm and trying to get in a hurry. Okay. And I was working on a piece, um, a fan that I shouldn't have been working on with it on. Mm. And rrr, that quick changed my right hand which I'm right-handed, right-handed guitar player, even (laughs) right-handed into a thing that it's still my right, it's still my right hand, but it's different and it'll never be the right hand that it was. Right. Mm. But I will tell you, if this is as good as my right hand ever gets Mm -hmm. because of the change that's happened in my head, Mm. this was well worth it. Whoa. Wow. I And I mean, I struggle with that on a daily basis because, sure. you know, there's things that I can't do anymore, yeah. right? Yeah. But I can hold my guitar pick still, mm. right? Yeah. And I can still play a guitar, right? right it may not, but I'm playing better now than I ever had, which
0: <laughs> whatever, that's another part.
2: But but yeah, I hurt myself. Okay. And uh, so I came home that night and after working, I came around the corner of our island and I looked at my wife, she's sitting on the couch. Part of this, I guess I have to reel back a little bit, is nerve pain. If anybody in you as an occupational therapist, (laughs) I caught that, not a physical therapist, occupational therapist. Um, um, Nerve pain is something that, no, I mean, it really stinks. Because what it was, was I was actually getting in, if you know cattle, if you grab a fencer and it makes you jump, I was constantly jumping. And it was either from this injury, or I had another injury a few years ago where I had a bad fracture in my big toe. And for some reason, it decided to get in on the ball game. Oh, so God. I would be sitting there twitching. And the more I tried not to twitch, the worse it got. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't sit next to my wife on the couch. And one of my favorite things in the world to do is to put my hand on my wife's leg and sit there and watch. I couldn't mm-hmm. because I was constantly, you know, that's not a blessing. To, I mean, you know, distracting her. She can't read, watch TV yeah. or anything, right? Yeah. So after after uh, this prayer, I worked all that next day, and then uh, in the evening I walked around the corner, and my wife was sitting on the couch, and I said, hey, because so I hadn't told her what happened. And I'm like, uh, you notice anything? Because I didn't notice myself until that evening. I don't have any nerve pain anymore.
0: Mm.
2: Not, and I'm not going to say my hand is healed, because it's not. It doesn't mm-hmm. do what... It used to do, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't have that nerve pain anymore, and I haven't had it since I woke up. Thursday night, the night that he prayed on my hand, that Mm -hmm. night was miserable. Mm -hmm. I landed, I was 15 minutes to 20 minutes in bed all night, Thursday night into Friday morning. I was on the couch with a heating pad because it Mm -hmm. hurt so bad, right? When I woke up Friday, that nerve pain was gone.
0: So partial healing.
2: Yes, Mm-hmm. And I went and I went and I sat down next to my wife and I put my leg. Since November 5th of last year, I could not do that. Mm-hmm. And to me, no matter how crazy it may sound to anybody else, that's a miracle to me. Because that's, I that's what i I needed that for my soul. I can yeah. deal with this. I mean, it hurts, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like I said, my mind needed to be fixed. Mm-hmm. You know, I needed to, I mean my whole life has been about my validation is how hard I can work. You could look at my mm-hmm. life and say, he's terrible at relationships. He's maybe a jerk to work with because I'm very, I mean, trailer factories, if you're not moving fast enough, yeah. I was the guy to be yeah. reminding you. Sure. We got things we want to do, not in a nice way either. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there was fistfights out back at the trailer factories because we want to get done and get out, yeah, right? At home. Yeah. So never been a real graceful person in that way, but you could never say, that I wasn't willing to work hard mm. well when that's all you're about and then you can't do it anymore mm. you wow. have to rely on other people to do your job that makes wow. you who you are mm-hmm. you have to so- it's stop an,
1: it's an identity crisis yep. of, oh really of sort of, yeah
2: but it's like you know why and that's the thing is why why did it happen you know and, and you know why you start asking yourself why it happen? you know and like I, I had the conversation with you, I said to me, and I don't know what you want to call it or whatever, but um, that injury was used as a catalyst for me to stop and think about even the pain, not comparing my pain to anything with Jesus at all, period. So don't feel me on that because it's not. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't do this for you. <laughs> right. I right. wouldn't. Do, I, I wouldn't go through this for you. Right. Even though you're a good dude, you know, whatever. Sure. I wouldn't do it for you, right? Right, right. So they talk about it going from your head to your heart, and I think it's a little different for me. Mm-hmm. It's not so much from the head to my heart as it is in really understanding that Jesus came here mm-hmm. as a man, mm-hmm. sent from Father God to come here, and he suffered Yeah, to know even as minuscule as this pain is compared to what he went through mm-hmm. and it's not in my heart really it's in my head it's the mm-hmm. understand to me that's how i explain it, is that it's the understanding that i always knew that jesus died on the cross cuz it was in the king james bible and i checked that off when i was 8 years old mm-hmm. right and i know but to actually think about and know he was here he suffered not only did he suffer but he did it purposely you know, I wouldn't put myself through this. Or you miniscule. wouldn't do that on purpose, no. right? <laughs> right. You know, so to me, that's where it was all like a life-changing thing to me. Cause I, you know, it was real. Yeah. It was real. Wow. So I don't know, but it's changed. I mean, it's changed everything because if you know the suffering that he went through for you and you're supposed to love your wife the way Jesus loves you, mm-hmm. if that doesn't change what you do on a daily basis.
1: mm
0: for real what do you really believe right yeah i mean
2: (laughs) how can you how can you go i mean for me it's impossible to go on the same way even just even if it's just um relationship wise with people you know i'm supposed to treat people a lot better than i ever did Mm. you know and that's a huge thing for me that um he's worked on me my attitude really being graceful with people. Mm-hmm. If it's even the uh, the lady at the Meyer checkout line that's running the thing, you know, mm-hmm. instead of griping about there being three checkout lines <laughs> open, talk to the lady and say, "Hey, I'm glad you're here today. Josh loves you know? this. <laughs> I'm glad you're, <laughs> so you're here." Speaking you know, my love <laughs> language, there's people <laughs> there's people that aren't willing to work every day. I'm right. so glad that you are willing to come yeah. do it, you know, and put up yeah. with people like me because yeah. I wasn't always graceful with people I and mean, i got stuff i gotta do i want to check out man can you open mm-hmm. up another lane no check yourself a minute be grateful for the people that are standing there mm. you know because there's a lot of people that would rather stay at home mm-hmm. you know no. and not saying you know, i know there's people that can't can't work because they can't work but there's a difference in between that and people that can and don't mm-hmm. yeah you know agreed so agreed.
1: but so I think there's there's a couple of interesting aspects. So to to kind of what your story is there, Josh. One, like there was a there was a willingness on your part to, in a sense, get out of the way. Again, your prayer, Lord, do what you want to do. Like I think that's a significant heart posture that that we can learn from. Mm-hmm. But then the other the other piece is. Uh, the the and I haven't talked to him because I I mean I I have a guess as to which Brandon person Martin. it was I think it was Brandon Martin it was I haven't I haven't yeah. talked to him to ask him mm-hmm. but but his willingness mm-hmm. to follow the promptings of Holy Spirit him tapping right. Holy Spirit yeah. tapping Brandon on the shoulder yeah. to say hey why don't you go over talk to this yeah. guy man you guys might never really interacted before I had but he,
2: I had saw him at the meet and greet the night before but just briefly like hey what are you here for
1: whatever so. So so he he follows the promptings of the Holy Spirit right so there's an obedience piece there to say hey I want you to go pray for this guy that you don't really know go go pray for his hand or whatever right and he does and and, and out of this now and we don't know right we can't go back mm-hmm. in time and do things differently right but I'd be curious if you went into it with a totally different heart posture if if Brandon wasn't obedient would we have the same story of healing I I don't know I don't know
2: Well, and I think it's totally out of character for me. I mean, it was the Holy Spirit because it's totally out of character for somebody to walk up to me that I don't know that well and put their hand on me. Mm -hmm. You're in my space. Mm -hmm. Until until I know that you're not a threat, you are a threat, right? Even in church. Sure. You know, I don't know this person. So that was totally, you know, outside of my comfort zone because I'm not, I'm not like that typically, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, I like to talk with people and things like that, but invading my space Mm -hmm. or not say invading, but having someone that close that I don't know. I mean, it's, there's so many things that have happened since I started that prayer. I mean, I could babble on all day, honestly, but it's things that situations that have bad situations, situations that I've worried about for eight months, nine months or whatever. And Finally saying, do what you're going to do. Mm. Do what you're going to do. And I mean, I would challenge anybody who, if you're, if you're struggling or wondering what God wants you to do, just say that. Mm. Cause it's been powerful for me, you know, just to say, do what you're going to do because it takes you out of the equation. Cause there's things that have happened that it's God's doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the only thing that it makes no sense, you know, to, there's no other way to put it. Because situations have came up that it's God's doing it. There's mm-hmm. nothing that I've done, you know? And as crazy as that sounds, I mean, that's just how it is.
0: It's so almost not, like, the, you know, through your choice to say, you know, Lord, do what you're going to do, it's given you uh, more awareness. So you, for real. You've become more aware of God's presence in other areas and places in your life just because you asked God to do that work you know, I'm here. So now, you, now you're more sensitive. So the reminder is almost like it comes full circle. So you come to prayer for a reminder, but then after prayer, you're still reminded of, of who he is and what he does. Um, yeah. Well, I'm
1: encouraged. You, yeah. Cause you, you have a very, you have a very uh, tangible mm-hmm. uh, thing that happened as a result of you just saying, Hey Lord, do what you want to do. So now, like anytime you pray that now, you know, <clears throat> hey, I get out of the way and let God do what yep. He wants to do. Man, how right. could, how could how could that go wrong, right? right. <laughs> yeah. So
2: so many rev- re- resolutions to things. Like the the one thing was, you know, I had this issue with a company that had done some work on a on a piece of equipment at the farm that I'd been dealing with them for at least six to eight months. In my own way, mm-hmm. getting everybody on the phone, I could and like. Putting pressure on them to make it right, which I felt like I was righteously, they had a situation they should have, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't always as graceful as I should have been either. But then I went up for my, uh, my last, or supposedly my last visit for my hand, and on the way back, I got a call from one of the guys who was supposed to call me the week before. He was supposed to call me on Friday, and he didn't. And I was like, you know what? I've done everything I can do, you know? And i like, the guy may have a good excuse, good reason, things happen. Give him some grace. Don't worry about it. The next Tuesday he called me and it's been resolved. <laughs> My worry about that issue is gone. And that mm-hmm. was a thing that I worried about for six to eight months. And it was a source of bitterness and anger, right? Mm-hmm. And like I said, I don't even know. I know it God mm-hmm. because, And the reason I know that is because when they made it right, I had to go pick up a part, and I ended up having a conversation with a guy about Jesus out in the parking lot. <laughs> and, I mean, it's not because <laughs> I mean, to me, it's, it's really mind-blowing because going into this whole personal relationship with Holy Spirit, I didn't know what to expect or what to ask for. And that prayer, like I said, just takes you out of it and it's replaced, you know, all you can do is look at it and say God did it because Mm -hmm. the way I was doing it wasn't Wasn't going to get anywhere. You know, calling that guy back on Friday afternoon and be like, hey, man, you told me you were going to call Friday. Why didn't you call? You know, by the end of the week, Mm -hmm. it's 5 o'clock Friday. Why haven't I got that call, you know? And I have tried that for six to eight months and nothing happened. But when I said, you do it i'm done he did it
1: he did it <laughs> so that's awesome that's awesome josh what else you got there well josh josh brown JD yeah Houston. so
0: there was several things one of the big things i think that stood out that we really do need to talk about um you know you as you're you're landing the plane you're talking about prayer and forgiveness mm. god hearing our prayers uh being predicated on the fact that we forgive others. But the real serious note of the message I felt like was at the end when you quoted, you know, if you don't forgive, Jesus won't forgive you. And so my question, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask this one. <laughs> is this is a- forgiveness a work necessary for salvation? Hmm. So we we know that we're saved by grace through faith. Ephesians 2, 8, by grace through faith. And we know that faith without works is dead. Book of James, right? If we really believe we live differently. And Jesus says, if we don't forgive, we won't be forgiven. What, what conclusions can we come to theologically and doctrinally?
1: Uh, that's hard, that's a hard. It is, here's what, here's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say, I have to pee. You guys talk about it for a minute. Well, I got, keep, it rolling, keep it rolling. Keep it rolling. I'm gonna come right back because uh, I'm not gonna be able to. I'm not gonna be able to do do thinks. this justice. Thinking on a on a full bladder. Okay. So you get you guys You're talk good. about this. I'll be right. I'll be right back. What do you think, Josh? <laughs> what do I think? Yeah.
2: Um, hell, that's a hard hard place to go because I feel like, you know, the plan of salvation is so simple mm-hmm. that I think sometimes that we add. Things to it that we don't need to. However, mm-hmm. this is this is my thought, and like I said, we know what my whole prep was for this, right? To me, all these things boil down to one thing. And you have kids.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: When you're asking the father, you know, what does he want?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: What do you want? What is what is the one thing that you, if if your kids could react to you or do something to you, in a certain way? Mm-hmm what would be how they would respond to you? If you had one thing that you had to pick of just one word.
0: Uh, I would want for them to be happy. Happy? Yeah, I okay. want my kids to be happy, to enjoy life.
2: So now where yeah. I've went with this is yeah. obedience. Sure. Because sure. if you think about obedience with the Father, mm-hmm. that encompasses everything. Like yeah. when we're talking about worship, mm-hmm. it says... In the scripture and you'll know which one i don't maybe you're supposed to you're (laughs) supposed to raise your hands
0: yeah that's part of it can
2: be so what what do you do as as someone who has struggled with a public display Mm -hmm. of anything what do you do Mm -hmm. you're obedient i want my kids to be obedient to me because i know the blessings that come out of obedience
0: See, Josh, and I feel like you just hit the nail on the head on on the real answer there. So is forgiveness a work necessary for salvation? We can't say it isn't because Jesus said it is. But why is it? That's the better question. And the better question to ask is why would forgiveness be uh, this important to God? Uh, Because it parallels his forgiveness to us. And when we obey by forgiving others, we become free. So his command for us to forgive others – is, is given out of love for us, knowing that when we don't forgive, when we harbor bitterness and unforgiveness, we're only hurting ourselves. And it just eats you up. You know, bitterness is the poison we drink expecting it to kill someone else. Right. <laughs> you know, it's the, it's the poison we drink expecting it to kill someone else.
1: And, uh, so I, I just, that really stood out to me, Josh. Uh, so what did you, I mean, it sounds like, Bearded Josh just figured it all out, and I wasn't here to hear it, so I'll have to go back and watch the episode just to see so, what he said. But <laughs> I think he
0: said, you know, that we we get complicated and we we add a lot of things to what salvation is. Yet obedience is the Father's will for us, and why is that? Because we'll be blessed. Yes.
2: Because we will. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you do, you're supposed to have joy in all things, Mm -hmm. right? So if you follow what God says for you and obey what he says in the scripture, Mm -hmm. pray without ceasing. Is that a bad thing? No. Mm -hmm. If you obey him, you will do that. Mm -hmm. If you forgive others, it has great blessings for you, benefits in your life, right? So you do what he says.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. And I know I've been in a place of disobedience for a long time. Just in relationships, you know, Mm. forgiveness, there's people I need to ask for forgiveness. And you talk about lament and confession Mm. and all these things. And it all to me, all these disciplines that we're talking about can all in my simple chicken man, farmer mind be boiled down to one thing and it's obedience to what the father wants.
1: Mm. (laughs) Really? I think simple chicken man, farmer has it right. (laughs) I I mean, it really, really is. Like when it comes down to mm-hmm. it, am I going to do things the way that God tells me to do it or am I going to do it the way that I think right. it should be run? Because at that point, I've elevated myself above God right? To, yeah. to where I'm not actually following Jesus. So, And it sounds like, you know, it sounds basic
2: and it sounds simple that obedience, but it's not. I mean, I've got people <laughs> that I have to ask forgiveness for. Is that a fun mm-hmm. thing? I mean, that's what I feel like, you know, since like October of last year when we did the um the fasting thing, I've been on apology tour 2022. There's other people in my life that I will have to apologize for how I treated them, ask their forgiveness. I'm going to have to do that. And they may not be ready to receive it now, mm-hmm. but at least I know that that is what I should do, mm-hmm. you know, and live that out, you know, and just knowing that what a peace that is though, really. You know, mm-hmm. to to not worry about the fact that, you know, there's no shame in any of it anymore because I'm forgiven. But you have to lament and look back because if you're not sorry for what you did mm-hmm. if you're not sorry for your disobedience, then the whole thing really doesn't wash. You know? Mm-hmm. And I think that for me, when I've been looking at all these different disciplines that you that everybody's been teaching on to me it always comes back to being obedient Mm -hmm. right whether it's in worship if you're supposed to raise your hands and i'll tell you if the holy spirit tells you to raise your hands you're going to raise your hand Mm -hmm. and i talked to my wife before i came i was like hey is there anything that you don't want me to share because i don't want to dishonor my wife Mm -hmm. in any way right and share things you're right but i but she's like yeah there's a couple things, but I will tell you one thing that she said to me that it has always stuck. Like last summer, she got baptized, mm-hmm. right? And she was baptized as infant because she was brought up in the Catholic faith, right? Mm-hmm. And we had a lot of discussions about that.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And there was um, baptisms going on, and because of our discussions, I thought, status quo. She had been baptized as an infant. She was good with that, right? Which mm-hmm. is her decision to make. I don't. Mm-hmm. you're right. Well, in the middle of the baptism, she turns to me and she says, uh, I'll be back in just a minute. And I thought she was going to the restroom. Honestly, I did. She went up front and got baptized. <laughs> Pastor Brandon <laughs> was trying to baptize her. She was down in the water before he even really got a hold of her, right? <laughs> and she expressed it to me afterwards. She's like, I was either going to get baptized or I was going to have a heart attack. Oh, wow. Because I was sitting in there and she said – Strong compulsion. She's like, and I've had Mm -hmm. compulsions before, you know." but is it a Mm -hmm. compulsion because you're pointing out something in my life during the service that I should deal with or is it something that you need to act now? Mm -hmm. That's something that she needed to act now, right? So in my life, that's how it's been in certain times where – and I wouldn't say that strong. I'm not nodding out because, but there has definitely been a, a pushing towards doing things, obedience. That,
0: you know, and it's all obedience. You mm-hmm. know, so it's almost like uh, if I can hear a phrase like, "Prayer is is discovering what and how to obey God." Like, how do we obey God Mm. and what do we do? Prayer, the conversation, the dialogue, which is kind of where you landed the plane and where Nicole then really began to share with us some ways that she has that conversation with God. Uh, He with her, her with him, um, discovering, uh, what did she say? I loved it where to be, when to be, what to so, do, what to say. Yeah, something? Yeah, 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 So this is something.
1: one of one of her frequent prayers is, Lord, help me be in the right place at the there. right time and do and say the right things. Say it again. Uh, Lord, help me be in the right place at the right time and to do and say the right things. Which
0: is what you're saying by saying, Holy Spirit, do what you're gonna do. Yeah, They're synonyms. Do yep. Yeah, so yep. th- that made me think, Josh, and this'll this will resonate with you. As Nicole was sharing, I thought, you know, what she was really saying, and Josh, what you're really saying too, every moment is holy. Mm. Every moment Good. of our existence is holy, tending chickens or or setting up video equipment or making coffee or whatever. Every moment has the, it's it's dripping and laden with the potential to be a holy encounter with God. If we let it, if we let him be with us in everything that we do, every moment can be holy. And that is a liturg- liturgical book that Josh yeah. and I are
1: big fans of. And we and we've referenced that right like this has yeah. like a prayer for changing diapers again we have yeah. referenced that. But it but it also goes to and we didn't hopefully he's all right with this cuz we didn't ask him if we could share this. But but you and I got that message mm-hmm. from Rod. Yeah. About worship. Yes. Right and 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 that idea that like man the way that I the way that I interact with my children, the way that I interact with my wife, that mm-hmm. can be a form yeah. of worship. And it's just as important as what Rod shared with us. Yes. Yes. I loved that. So, and that's a similar idea Mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. to what you're talking about this every moment. Holy, right? Like you can, you can be in conversation with the father while you're checking your barns for chickens, right? I mean, I mean like. For real. Like it's not a, it's not a separate thing. Like, oh, I have my, my time with God and then I do everything else. No, Like your time with God, if, if. You're supposed if, to pray without ceasing, right? Mm-hmm. So if, if our heart posture is mm-hmm. is one that's that's leaned in to the Father, like we can be in that space, regardless. All like you time. said, JB, like mm-hmm. hey, I'm setting up video equipment. You can be in the presence of the Father while you're setting up video well, equipment.
0: Brother Lawrence, you know this is a book that you definitely want to read. It's practicing the presence of God. He was a dishwasher <laughs> in a monastery. Is what the dude did. It was his uh, his uh, job as a monk. And he has one of the a seminal work on what it means to experience the presence of God always. And it, for him, it was, well, he was washing dishes in this monastery. So check that book out. We're closing in on over an hour, which is okay, but oh. this is what I think we should do. Huh. And Josh's, you could tell me, <laughs> I think each of us, let's send the listener and the viewer away with one final uh, uh, applicational thought about prayer that they can take. Like they can take this. And they could, unless, unless I'm jumping too much, Josh, we're no,
1: no, I think. Uh, um, so Josh, I mean, yeah, we're, we're a fuzz on that. We're a fuzz on the long side. Yeah. <laughs> which is okay.
0: We knew that coming in. Oh, we did. Yeah. We did. We, we planned on it. Yeah. We planned on it uh, because the message was rich. We knew you'd be sharing testimony. So Josh, what would you say? Um, just a, just a, a way that the listener, the viewer uh, could take some of
1: these truths about prayer. I'll, to to I'll, the batting, to, I'll to s- the plate. We'll I'll, steal, uh, I'll steal it from Nike. Just do it. <laughs> Good for you, Josh. Just do it. Good. <laughs> I mean, to go to your comment earlier, right? And, and, <laughs> and what jumped out to you, Josh, you know, in that altar time, like, like if you're praying, you're, you're doing it right. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, yeah, we want to be mindful of our heart posture, right? We want to be mindful of like, mm-hmm. again, am I just doing this? Because there's a whole bunch of things that I want God mm-hmm. to do, like- but I mean, if you're having a conversation with God, you're having a conversation with God. So right. do that, mm-hmm. and and cultivate uh, cultivate a heart that's ready to listen. I think that's that's as important as anything we say is our willingness to listen. Mm-hmm. So it's good, bearded
0: Josh. What what would you send our our listeners and viewers home uh, with that they can apply about prayer?
2: Well, I would say even not so much about applying it to prayer, but about uh, the whole the whole disciplines that we're going over, what's mm-hmm. helped me, and I can only say what's helped me, is if you really feel like you're being disobedient or if that's something that you need to work on, if you weren't there and you want to be there, just to think what the Father wants as obedience and go back. I did this last, last Friday all the episodes all the teachings are there for you to watch mm. go back and listen to all of the teachings from the more teachings and mm-hmm. just go in it with a with an openness of i'm going to be obedient to whatever mm. because we're supposed to be we're supposed to submit to the teachings of the ones that you know that's in Hebrews 2 go to Hebrews 2 and just read it mm. really mm. and and go through the sermon series again with a mindset of, I'm going to obey what the father puts, puts towards me, what I get out of this sermon, Mm -hmm. you know, what I get out of this teaching. And because like the prayer, I'm going to have to watch it again because your wife, that whole thing I got out of, it was powerful. It was so good, man. And it was like, but the thing is, is I didn't even get anything about prayer Mm. other than the touching, what Mm -hmm. I got. And, And I think it probably spurred a lot of conversations in other cars leaving the driveway, too. Mm -hmm. But for you to step aside and have your wife teach on something that she's familiar with, that's huge. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because my wife is an awesome gift from God. But one of the things that I fight with in my own life is not letting her lead in situations Mm -hmm. where she doesn't need my help. You know, why get wound up, you know, and I, and I know we got time, but getting bitter over her doing something for me because she Mm. did it in a different way. Mm -hmm. What is wrong with a man that thinks like that? (laughs) I mean, honestly. You're not alone, bro. But I mean, mean, that's that's the bitterness. You know, why am I being bitter over this issue? Because she didn't do it the way I wanted to. So that teaching from your wife was huge. And that's what we, we had just had this conversation like Friday about my issue with bitterness, you know, so mm-hmm. to, to have you come and put your wife on the stage and have her teach and take away, I say the stage from you and to speak truth. Cause my wife speaks truth to me all the time, but to see that example played out in front of the whole church to me, that's what I got out of it. But now I have to rewind and watch it to be obedient and to get what I was supposed to get the first time, but I didn't because Holy Spirit saying, look at this guy and his wife. You know.
0: I I think you're right though Josh. I didn't take away as much about prayer from what Nicole shared. I took more away about relationship. Right. And not in relationship between her and Josh, but that she's doing and she has practices that cultivate her relationship with the Father. Mm-hmm. She has these different things and it'll look different for different people. Right. Um but the examples that she provided I felt were very powerful because Those were things that you could take away. You could, you were taught by those things. Like Nicole provided some instruction to say, Hey, look, there's some, there's some things that you can do to cultivate a prayer life with God. Um, That would be what I would tell you Um, kind of piggybacking on just do it and uh, go back and obey what you've heard. Uh, I would say, yeah, just, just begin to uh, maybe rewind at the beginning of the series, find that secret place. And begin to say what Joshua said, uh, Lord, here I am. And, and begin with a, begin with an amount of time. Uh, if you've got five minutes, take it. Commit to it. Obey. Obey what the Lord's yep. saying. Come, come and say, Holy Spirit, uh, I'm here. I've got this five minutes. I promise you, five minutes will become six. Six mm. will become seven, seven will become eight, and, and it will grow. This time with Jesus will grow. Yeah. Uh, but just avail yourself. Just just come to him and 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 give give him the time that he so wants to be with you in that secret place and watch him do amazing things. Are we saying that you're gonna have a a, a miraculous healing of your hand? Maybe we are. Maybe that's what the Lord's telling you on the other side of this camera or the other side of your, what you're listening. Maybe the Holy Spirit's saying, man, if you would just come to me in faith, if you (laughs) would just come and say, Lord, do what you want to do. I'm going to do some crazy stuff. That's going to blow your mind. I'm going to heal your, your body. I'm going to, I'm going to restore that relationship that's broken. I'm going to set you free from that sin that you've been in bondage to for most of your life, Mm. but you can't get from God. Uh, what he wants from you until you put yourself in the place where he can give it. So get to that secret place, spend that time with God and man, just enjoy his presence because he's going to work and he's going to move. This has been episode 19 of radiant reflections. As we always say, please like, and mm-hmm. share this episode uh, on Facebook. We saw, f- I think, four more subscribers uh, this week. We're
1: actually, we're up six. I looked this six, morning. Okay, we're up to you. 6.97. Getting closer. So, so the
0: coffee event, I, I had a lot of conversations. People are stoked about the coffee event. Which I'm curious With if we've got any, like, closet
1: <laughs> experts like Josh no. no. I don't know.
2: Wait, wait dark mine's gone tart so cherry uh, no minus two i just had
0: <laughs> <laughs> it like, <laughs> like, blows my run. mind home run blows my mind well, i'll tell you yeah. though
2: the one thing though is through this whole thing i i'm i'm the only one that's ever limited my relationship with god right? oh wow yeah. I'm the only one who's done that. Wow. And the same thing with my enjoyment of coffee. I'm the only one who's limited. <laughs> I'm the only one who's limited it. So if you're limiting your yeah. coffee, come if when this coffee thing is, because it's yeah. awesome coffee. So yeah, there
1: you go. But.
0: Well, blessings to you guys. We will tell you next week, we're going to have a week off.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, yeah yep. Yeah, we yeah. won't
0: be, you won't find a radiant reflections episode 20 next week. Episode 20 will be the following week. Sadly, uh, I'm out of town and it just isn't going to work uh, for us to do it. So we're going to, we're going to skip well, next week. Well, are we still going to shoot
1: two episodes the following. Yes. We had talked about, we can make it up shooting that. Make it, yeah. Okay. So we'll, I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. Yeah. But- we'll potentially still have an episode 20. It'll just be a week uh, delayed. Yeah. Well, we'll I have an episode 20 regardless. Yes. We just might not, we just might not, uh, uh, yeah whatever all right keep watching keep listening thanks, josh guys. thanks for being with us yeah. appreciate yeah, you taking your
0: time good, um, god bless you guys thanks for listening to radiant reflections the podcast of the radiant life church in sturgis michigan we hope today's edition of radiant reflections has helped you live like jesus and share his love with your family friends and neighbors To learn more about the church family this podcast originates from, check out theradiantlife.church. That's theradiantlife.church. Maybe you have some questions after listening today. We'd love to hear from you. Send an email to podcast at theradiantlife.church. That's podcast at theradiantlife.church. Don't forget to subscribe to the Radiant Reflections podcast When you subscribe, you'll always have the latest content delivered right to your phone from the Radiant Life Church. We'd also be grateful if you could rate and review Radiant Reflections. Every time we receive a five-star review, more people learn about this podcast. We also want to encourage you to share this podcast on social media and with your friends and family. Join us next time for another edition of Radiant Reflections.